In order to support this show and keep providing you tons of free content week after week, we need the help of some great advertisers. And we want to make sure those advertisers are ones that you actually want to hear about. But we need to learn a little bit more about you to make that possible. So go to podsurvey.com slash she and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you better so that we can bring on advertisers that you won't want to skip through. Once you've completed the quick survey, you can enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. But again, that's P-O-D com slash she. Thanks for your help. Hey, hey, in this episode, we're going to talk all about some practical ways to prepare and plan what you're going to eat for the week, your meals for the week. And I know when you hear meal planning, typically we think of something different than what I'm going to be talking about today. Um, it sometimes feels like a lot of work. <laughs> um, and I wanted you to make this as easy as possible because as I've been on my own journey to figuring out how, can, how I can really nourish my body and leaning into learning about my own health and my own wellness and uh, taking that responsibility seriously, um, I reflect on a lot of different points in my journey where I had a really unhealthy relationship with food and I can tend to become really obsessive. And so as I've had to lean into, okay, what does it look like to be intentional, be prudent, plan ahead of time so that I know what I'm going to be nourishing my body with rather than just reaching for something random when I get hungry? Um, that like, what does that discipline look like in tandem with not feeling overwhelmed by the process, not becoming obsessed with the process, not spending my entire weekend preparing meals ahead of time. Like, how can I do this in a way that actually fits my lifestyle? So I look at this episode kind of as a deep dive into how can we really plan to nourish our bodies well with a busy lifestyle in practical ways. And I certainly don't have all the answers. I'm not a meal meal planning pro. But over the last year or two, I really leaned into how can I do this well and tried a bunch of different things? And I think I've found some great um, and, and doable ways to do this um, that fit my lifestyle, which is pretty busy and pretty full. And so if you find yourself in a similar space and just feeling overwhelmed by this process, but also wanting to be intentional about how you're eating and nourishing your body and doing it regularly, this is an episode for you. Let's dive right into it. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley, a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. Okay, so I don't know about you, but when I hear the words meal planning or meal prepping, I often envision tasteless chicken breasts, some sort of green veggie like broccoli or uh, green beans, and rice in Tupperware containers stacked up and taking space in the fridge. (laughs) And for that reason, I often avoided the whole concept of meal planning or preparing for so long. Actually, one time I tried to do it. One time I did this way, you know, the whole like prepare a bunch of meals and put them in Tupperware and stack them in your fridge and heat them up, which you know, was nice in some ways went later in the week, but I spent an entire day cooking and preparing every meal and snack for the whole week. And as much as it was nice to be prepared come Wednesday or Thursday, I hated it. I felt like it took up my entire Sunday and I realized that wasn't super realistic for every week. Like it was fine for that week, but my life's busy. And 
Like, I don't know. Yes, I appreciate preparation, but I also appreciate being a human and having a life on the weekends, having time to rest and nap and read and go to brunch with family and to church and not feel like I'm wasting, you know, or taking up six to seven hours or four to six hours preparing meals for the week and meals that aren't even very tasty. So I just kind of realized like, okay, I need a little bit of a better plan here. And then I realized that that's not how it has to be at all. This has been a journey over the last couple of years, but, um, you know, I decided not to do that. And as I explored different ways to, okay, how can I still be more prepared, but without maybe having to do it this way, I kind of learned that that's not the only way to do it. And that planning meals ahead of time can help you avoid things like wasting food and time and money by scrambling. But also it doesn't have to be like you have every meal prepared and, and ready to go ahead of time. And you don't necessarily need to make all of your meals, I guess is what I'm trying to say ahead of time. You just need to take a little time before the start of each week to have an idea and a plan of what those meals are going to be and get what you need. So I guess my point is we can really be grace-based about this, but being a little bit prepared ahead of time really does allow us to be better stewards of our resources, our time, and our bodies. So what I want to do is just share some ideas and some thoughts on ways that you can do this without wasting your entire weekend in the kitchen or eating nothing but chicken and broccoli all week, okay? So a couple different things, a couple different thoughts. The goal is simply to say, okay, what do I need and how can I be prepared for that? What do I want to make sure that I'm getting on Every meal, every plate is kind of a way to think of it. I read that in the book Woman Code, and it's been really helpful for me to envision ahead of time, okay, I have this many lunches every week I want and this many dinners and this many breakfasts, whatever. I want to make sure that I'm getting a good balance of fats, proteins, and health and fibers, right? So healthy fats like avocado and, and healthy fat oils like olive oil, things like that some sort of protein and some sort of fiber, fruit or veggie. Okay. So knowing that I can then go, okay, this makes it really easy to kind of break down these three components to each meal. And I can mix up what I want to put in each meal so that I'm not eating the exact same thing every single day, but I'm consistently making sure that my plate has these key elements. Okay. So what I, one thing that I've liked, I've liked doing a couple different times. There's, I've done this several different times throughout different seasons. I don't do it every single week, but something I like to do when I'm preparing ahead of time is once I have that in mind and I say, okay, I want to make sure I have these three elements in my meals. Then what I like to do, and what's actually kind of fun is to create a secret Pinterest board. So get on your Pinterest, create a secret board. And then what I want you to do is, or what I like to do is I go onto Pinterest and I, we'll find a couple different recipes specifically for dinners. So I like to try to keep breakfast and lunch as simple as possible because those are usually during the working hours of the day. I'm starting my day. I don't want to spend a ton of time cooking, but I still want to be able to prepare and be a little bit prepared ahead of time. So I like to use a Pinterest board for the sake of planning, you know, four to five dinners for the week. I usually like to be flexible on one to two nights knowing there may be something that pops up. A friend may invite us to dinner. We may be, you know, running home from an appointment and realizing, oh my gosh, we just need to pick something up. So again, this is grace-based and it's not about being a drill sergeant. It's just about being intentional. So I like to use Pinterest as a way to say, okay, let me look for some meals that have these three components that have a healthy fat, that have some sort of fiber, you know, a veggie and some sort of protein. So I will then put three to five meals, four to five meals on a board, a secret board, 
and review the ingredients and just jot down whichever ones I need. So I look through and I'm able to cross off like, okay, I have that, I have that, I have that. Oh, I need to get that. And so then when I go shop, I get my staple items like my free range eggs and my organic meat, whatever meats, you know, usually I'll do like a salmon, a chicken, and then anything else that I need from those recipes. So I usually make sure that I have a mix of some sort of fatty fish like a salmon, um, sometimes a chicken because I'm not vegetarian. But whatever protein, you know, I make sure that that's kind of in my staple, some greens, some leafy greens, a couple different veggies that I like. So I have my staple items and then I utilize something like this to say, okay, are there any ingredients that I don't have that are outside of my staple items? Maybe there's a certain kind of salsa I need or something like that. And I write those down so that when I go to the store or when I order my groceries, I always get my staple items that I can use, you know, to switch off and on for lunch. But then when they, when I have these additional meals that I'm planning to make, I just add the need, you know, the needed ingredients to the list and grab those when I grab my staple ingredients or my staple foods for the week. So that brings me to another point, identifying some staple foods. Like what are some things that you can grab on every grocery bill so that you're not trying to create so many new recipes every week and doing so many extravagant things for lunch that and lunch and dinner and breakfast that you're like, okay, I'm now just wasting a bunch of stuff or I'm having to buy a bunch of different things every week, that can just get really overwhelming. So that's why I say I try to make my protein staples, my fiber staples and my healthy fat staples, and then just find different ways to mix them up or have these occasional Pinterest recipes that I'll you know add into the, into the mix. And so when I say the staples, for me, I usually do a fatty fish, like a big filet of wild-caught salmon. I usually do some sort of organic uh, or grass-fed meat. So whether that's chicken or like a grass-fed filet or something like that. And then I'll also do like some sort like I usually have a, like I said, the fiber. So usually I get like mixed greens, bok choy, some carrots, like beets, just like I get a few different veggies that I love. And I usually mix those up into a big green salad. And usually I'll get like broccoli. So if I want to roast that one day for lunch or dinner, I have some sort of, you know, cookable vegetable, if that makes sense. So those are usually my fiber staples, as well as a couple different fruits like berries and oranges, things like that. And then I usually think through, okay, what healthy fats could I get? Usually I get that in the form of almonds. Um, and I usually have that for a snack relatively often throughout the week. Uh, I get several avocados every week to throw into a salad or have with eggs in the morning, things like that. And then I usually grab free range eggs for my kind of breakfast staple. So when I know that those are my key staples, then I can say, okay, what additional ingredients do I need? for certain dinners that I can just be prepared for ahead of time. So that's a really helpful way to think about it is what are my protein staples? What are my healthy fat staples? And then what are my fiber staples, aka fruits and vegetables? If you have kind of a routine of getting those every single week, you can pair them differently. Like one day you might do, you know, salmon with a little avocado and some mixed greens, right? Or a little bit of a veggie, veggie medley, which I'm going to explain in a second. Or the next day you may say, okay, I'm going to have salmon again, but I'm going to do, I'm going to pair it with, I don't know, grilled carrots or something like that, right? Something that's a little bit or, you know, uh, roasted broccoli, something that's a little different. And then maybe I add in a sweet potato or something like that. So that's kind of where you can mix these things up. So you're not eating the exact same lunch every day, but you're keeping it simple on yourself when you're preparing ahead of time, because you can just mix these three things together. And then when you're planning dinners, if you want to go a little bit more extravagant or just do something a little bit more unique and add some extra flavors and you have more time to cook in the evenings, then that's where you can add in that Pinterest concept where you're able to get a little bit more creative. Um, Now, here's what else I want to share. So let's walk through your day a little bit. So I I touched on the dinner thing just because that to me is I usually use my staples, but a lot of times it'll it'll include, hey, get these other two or three ingredients that you don't necessarily use in your other staple meals like your lunch. 
With two little kids, I do most of my shopping online now, but it can be so hard to shop for things like clothes online because I never know if I'm getting good quality until it arrives. The game changer, upgrading to high quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next, and I stayed on budget. Quince has so many options to choose from, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. One of my favorite items from Quince is the silk pajamas I got. They are so high quality, luxury pajamas, but not at a luxury price tag. And I just feel like they don't even compare to some of the other pajamas that I have bought online or that I've bought um, just at various different stores. And like these are incredible. Indulge in affordable luxury by going to quince.com slash she for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash she to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash she. Thrive Market is a go-to for all your grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you can use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. And when you shop Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one for one membership matching program. You join and they give. I use Thrive Market every single month. I get our dish detergent, dish soap, and various other just basic household essentials that are low-tox and non-tox ingredients, and it is the easiest way to get all of my favorite clean items sent right to my door at an affordable price, I should add. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash she for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash she. Thrivemarket.com slash she. Let's talk through now that we've kind of covered that piece. I want to talk through breakfast and lunch a little bit. I've already kind of covered the shopping staples. That's been really helpful for me to think about. But two other things that are really helpful is to make a consistent breakfast plan and then try to batch some lunch medleys, which I'm going to explain in a minute. So let's talk about a consistent breakfast plan. What I've done, especially as I've been in a busy season, but now that I've learned like, okay, what my body needs in the morning to get going, it needs, you know, these kind of nutrients and whatnot. That's allowed me to basically pinpoint one to two meals, usually two that I can alternate between each morning. So rather than getting up and being like, what am I going to eat this morning? Usually what I do is I either have eggs and avocado with some mixed greens, like some arugula, or I'll have a protein shake that has a banana and it's like a clean protein shake powder. And that has, I'll just throw like a half banana in there, some ice, some almond milk and some water. And so I'll, I'll mix between those two. Like on Monday, I may have the protein shake. Tuesday, I may have the eggs and avocado and Wednesday, I may have either one. Right. And then I just kind of alternate whatever I'm in the mood for. So I have something that's a little bit more sweet and chocolatey and fruity with the banana and the chocolate shake. And then I have something that's a little bit more salty and savory on the eggs and avocado side of things. So I will just alternate typically between those two meals. 
And then when it comes to lunch, one thing that I really like to do, so instead of meal prepping and making all of these Tupperware meals and making all of that ahead of time, which can take hours, one thing that I like to do on a Sunday evening, which takes me 20 minutes, if that, is chop up, chop up, wow, that was hard to say, (laughs) chop up a bunch of my favorite veggies or my staple veggies and make a big medley. And then I'll just prep some snacks or make sure that those are readily available. So what I mean by that when I say a big medley is I like to just mix together things like bok choy, mixed greens, red onion, a red or golden beet. I'll chop it up, either apple or pear slices. I'll chop up a green apple or a pear, carrot, celery, sometimes fennel. That's something I'll add in here or there. Cucumber, avocado, which I usually add in the day I'm actually eating it so that it doesn't get gross. And then I just prepare a little bit of a dressing that I make. I make a really, really simple, clean, light dressing. It's olive or avocado oil, either one, with fresh squeezed lemon juice. Just like take a half a lemon and squeeze it. And I'll put that into like a little bowl or a little one of those mini Tupperware things so that I have my dressing for the week. Or you can do that literally when you're about to eat your salad. Um, But I just prepare that at the beginning of the week and make a big bowl of it, put it into like a gallon-sized Ziploc bag. And then I just portion that out every lunch so that I'm prepared. And sometimes we'll have that for dinner if we have leftovers as well um, or with dinner, not necessarily for dinner. But I will then just be able to pull out a little bit of that from the bag and pair that with either my fatty fish or grilled chicken or whatever it is that I choose to have. So I'm getting the, the healthy fats from the avocado. I'm getting my you know veggies, my fibers, and then I'm getting some sort of protein. So something else that I like to do sometimes, it depends on the week and it depends on how busy my Sundays are. But if I have a little extra time, I will pre-cook. It takes 20 minutes. I will just basically bake a salmon filet, like a wild caught salmon filet or another fatty fish, like a halibut or something like that. And I will bake that and then I will portion it out or I won't even portion it out. I'll literally just put it in the fridge with, in a container so that each day for lunch, all I have to do is cut up that cooked salmon and heat it up and then put a cup or a cup and a half of the medley on my plate, add in some avocado. I've got all three of those key pieces that I want to have. Or if we prep some you know, chicken breasts ahead of time, sometimes we do that, sometimes we don't. It just depends on the week. But that at least allows me to have something prepared salad wise and protein wise ahead of time, but I don't necessarily have to put it all into these fancy containers and portion it all out and make all of my meals ahead of time. It's just having a big medley that I can draw from and sometimes pre-making that protein or that fatty fish um, ahead of time. Then I just make sure I have some snacks on hand. This is or on hand. This is really the last step. I keep this as simple as I can. So I usually just try to check, okay, do I have my almond butter and bananas that I like to have for a snack? Or do I have, sometimes I'll do like, I think that's called freeze-dried beets. Those come in a bag. You can get them at Whole Foods or Amazon or whatever. But I usually will have those and I want to have some just unsalted almonds on hand and just a few different snacks that I like. As long as I have two or three of those before the week starts, I'm usually good. And I consider that one of my staples to shop for, especially if I'm running low. But I just make sure that I have those on hand. I don't portion them out and make them. I used to do that where I was like, okay, I need to have all my celery perfectly cut up and all this stuff. And now I'm like, nope, <laughs> it doesn't work. So again, it's it may be a little different. It may vary for you if you have to go to an office somewhere, you, you have to go on site to work. That may be when you say, okay, let me prep some veggies ahead of time so I can gr- grab and go, you know, veggies and hummus or something that I can take with me to work. But, and I've definitely done that during really busy seasons. But I just say from like a regular everyday perspective, sometimes that can be a little bit much on your weekends. And so 
I like to say keep it as simple as possible. If your you know, daily snack is a handful of almonds and some raisins or something like that, and you can prepare this lunch medley ahead of time, have some sort of consistent meal plan or um, breakfast plan that you can just switch off and on with when it comes to your breakfast meals, and then just prepare ahead of time. Okay, what four or five dinners do I want to try to make this week? And what night do I want to try to give myself a day off? You know, you want to be a human about this. And I think this feels very realistic, but very intentional at the same time. And so this is the rhythm I've kind of gotten into. I like to use the Pinterest method occasionally when I just feel like I'm so uninspired and have no idea what I'm gonna make for dinner every night. It kind of gives a fun, you know, addition to your process. And all it really is, is compiling the four or five meals you're going to make and reviewing the ingredients in each one and then keeping them in one place. That's why the secret board is really helpful to then just be able to visit when it's 4.30 on a Tuesday and you're like, cool, what am I making for dinner tonight? Good thing I shop for all the ingredients I need. I just need to pick which one to do tonight. So that's pretty helpful. It makes it really realistic, works on a busy lifestyle, especially if you're an entrepreneur or you're leading a team or you just are pulled in many directions and have very little time. I don't have a ton of time to spend cooking, but I've found ways to enjoy it. And I've found ways to make this work just by being a little bit prepared and spending 30 minutes on a Sunday just doing a little bit of this work up front. So all that said, that is my quick spiel on ways to prepare and plan your meals ahead of time in a practical way, in a realistic way, a grace-based way. So if you want, try this for a week. Try it next week. You know, Try it your next Sunday. Spend some time just thinking ahead and considering what staples do you want to make sure you're getting. And then consider, okay, you know, what additional ingredients do I need if I want to make sure that I'm making some creative meals? Maybe just start with two dinners. If you're used to eating out a lot or picking up takeout or whatever, start with two. Keep this really simple. I always say it's better to start small and make little adjustments than feel like, oh my gosh, I have to overhaul my life in one week and suddenly become Betty Crocker and make all of these foods. Like you don't. You can say, I'm going to start with one meal at home. And you know, I'm going to prepare my lunches, be intentional about those, and I'm going to start with cooking one meal this week. And that's it. The rest of the time, I'm sticking with takeout. Like That's fine. Adjust, make small adjustments, make small changes, and you can slowly allow those things to add up as you get comfortable doing it once. Because I think, I think a lot of us, I don't know if this is anything like you, but for me, if I try to go all in all too quickly, like if I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going full-blown meal planning. I did it for one week and then I gave up, right? Because it was like not realistic for my lifestyle and it was just too quick of a change and I went all in really fast, but then I didn't really find ways to make it work with my lifestyle and make it feel doable. And so then I just threw in the towel altogether. I think what's better than doing that and saying, I'm going to go completely, you know, all in at one time, you can go all in, but over time, right? You can start by saying, I'm going to replace one of these takeout meals with one of these intentional meals and do that for a few weeks until you kind of get in the rhythm of it. It starts to adapt to your lifestyle. You get used to it. It becomes a, na- a very natural and consistent discipline in your life. Then add in another one and say, great, I got used to doing that for a month. It feels good. I can add in one more and then add in another one. And before you know it, you're at three or four meals. And that makes a huge difference, not only on your budget, but also on your health, right? So just something to consider, be grace-based, be a human, Start making adjustments if you feel like you're just getting started with this or if you feel overwhelmed because you've gone all in and you're like, I'm either about to give up or lose my mind. (laughs) This can be maybe a little bit more of a realistic way to do it. So try this for a week. 
I also have a mini a mini course, the Own Your Everyday Way is kind of what we call it. Um, it's on my website. You can go to learn.theownedacademy.com slash OYE. Or if you just go to my homepage, you might be able to find it there. Sometimes we leave it there. Sometimes it's not there depending on what we're promoting in the season. So it depends on when you listen to this. But it's just a very quick, like literally one hour of three, I believe it's three or, three or four, like 15 minute videos that walk you through how to use time blocking in your calendar and then how to prepare and use this Pinterest method if you're curious about this. So you can go as intense with the Pinterest method as you want, or you can use it as simply as you want and just do it for one or two meals. But it kind of walks you through how to do that, how to set it up, and then how to make it really simple for yourself. So if you want to grab that, we'll link that in the show notes. And then if you do this, if you grab the course and you implement the, the steps, it's free, don't worry. Or if you you know utilize any of these steps to prepare and plan your meals for the week, share it on your story, share what you're doing, tag me on Instagram. I want to see what you're doing so I can cheer you on. Okay. All right. That's all I have for you today. I'm excited. I'm cheering you on. I know that it can be hard to really be intentional about how we're nourishing ourselves and it can be really easy to get obsessed with it or overwhelmed by it or just throw in the towel on it altogether. So I hope that this gives you some practical first steps and I am cheering from you for, from a, for you from afar. That's what I'm trying to say. I am cheering for you from afar, not from you. I hope you have a great day and I can't wait to see how this plays out in your everyday life. I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Jordan Lee Dooley and tell me what your favorite quote or takeaway from today's show was so that I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me inspired and encouraged to keep creating new content and it's a great way to share something that your friends might love too. I can't wait to see you in Instagram world, my friend. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleedooley.com. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart, faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less.